All right, here we go. Week two. It is time for Ion Fantasy Football on CBS Sports Radio. And we are coming to you live from the Quicken Loan Studios. National mortgage lender Quicken Loans. Apply simply, understand fully, mortgage confidently. I am Adam Azer with CBS Sports Senior Fantasy Football Writer and someone who, for some reason, hates mushrooms as a pizza topping. Dave Richard. Dave, what on earth are we going to talk about today? You know, I, I, maybe we talk about mushrooms. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, I think so. <laughs> kind of a problem, right? Uh, no, not a problem. Uh, I, I think you got to start with Josh Gordon. I think you got to start with Devontae Freeman. And then Leonard Fournette, Aaron Rodgers. There, there are a lot of things to talk about. Yeah, let's start with Josh Gordon. Should we drop Josh Gordon before tomorrow? Why? Why? A, how about that as a as a response to your question? I'm answering your question with another question. Oh, thanks. You want let's me to have answer? A, let's have a quick <laughs> volley here. Okay. Why Why would I? First of all, first of all, mm-hmm. I, I, I feel very terrible for Josh because it sounds like he's going through something serious and the Browns are no longer willing to stick by him. There is no suspension coming, as far as we know. There is no um, violation of any NFL policy coming, as far as we know. Until that changes, why would I cut him off my fantasy team? What is going to happen between now and the end of the season if it's not one of the things that I just mentioned that's going to make him less valuable in fantasy? I'm not dropping him. I have him in one league, Mm -hmm. and I drafted him in June. you know, the league that we drafted earliest. And uh, after he took some time off, I really got scared. I said to myself, I just don't – and I said it on the air too. I don't trust Josh Gordon to get through a season. And I still feel that way. But but that doesn't mean I wouldn't roster him. So I am not going to drop him. I thought about throwing out a buy-low offer or or I don't even – a trade offer. I was going to offer him for Devin Funches, who I think is a really good – by low mm-hmm. candidate. Mm-hmm. I don't know where you I was going to ask you, where do you value Josh Gordon? Because, okay, you're not dropping him yet. Let's see what happens. There's a good chance they trade him very, very soon or release him by Monday, and we'll see where he ends up. So be be a little patient. But right now, you know, I, I, I like Funchess because I saw what he did in three games without Kelvin Benjamin, without Greg Olson. He was good in all three. Nobody really wants him right now, and I think he's a sneaky buy low. But I think you could maybe even aim higher. I, I don't know what, what to do with Josh Gordon. Where would you value him amongst wide receivers. I would actually value him below Devin Funches yeah. at this point. Yeah, you know, I, I do too. I think you might be able to get a little more because that's all I'm saying because nobody really likes no, Devin No, what but. you're saying is you're trying to rip somebody off that you want to well, take Josh advantage Gordon, and you Josh want Gordon Devin Funches. Josh might play and... for a new team in two weeks, you know? Right. Like, it's possible. Now, again, we don't know what the circumstances are between the Browns and Josh Gordon. We think that it's something unrelated to, to this, you know, to, the, to an NFL policy. And it's unrelated to something that could get him suspended, but we don't know for sure. But I don't, I don't know. I don't really feel that way because the reports were like, well, I, I understand that I he understand. might have some substance abuse issues now. But Jason Locke and Forum CBS said, as of now, it does not sound like there is any off-field issue to prevent another team from signing Josh Gordon. However, I cannot sit here and assume that he's going to sign with the new team and play the rest of the season, unless it's a team where he's familiar with what they've done because he's been there before. And we could we could spout off about what teams make sense for him. You know, he once upon a time he and Kyle Shanahan were on the same sideline. No, once I mean a- I can't I can't assume that he's going to be able to stay, that he's going to avoid suspension. I personally of course, can't and, th- and that's it. why no one should trade for Josh Gordon. I mean, listen, if I've got 
you know, you want my kicker? Fine. See, you top want, you 30 want, you wide my, receiver right now? No. You, you want the last guy on my bench? Sure. If we were drafting right now, would you take Josh Gordon in round three or round four? No. The answer is no. Philip Lindsay, Josh Gordon. Who'd you rather have? Lindsay. Okay. And so the, the deal is this. Josh Gordon might play football again this year. The reason why, if you've got him, you're not cutting him today is because he might play some more. And if he does, that might help your fantasy team. But if I, even if I need a wide receiver, I don't know if I'm willing to give up much more than the last guy on my bench in exchange for Josh Gordon. All right. Dave, our number is 855-212-4227. I look forward to hearing a lot of Josh Gordon questions tonight. Start or sit, trade, add drop, whatever you got, 855-212-4227. How's your Saturday treating you, Dave? Oh, I had a Reuben sandwich for lunch. Everything's perfect. I had a sandwich last night that I have been buzzing about. It had uh, breaded chicken, mozzarella sticks in the sandwich with American cheese and vodka sauce. It was so good. How, how are you skinnier than me? <laughs> how are you? In un- you are in great physical shape. I look like I'm stuffing three teddy bear pillows inside my shirt. How are you in better shape than I am? Have you ever had vodka sauce on a sandwich? It was amazing. I, I haven't Revelation. had. I haven't had mozzarella cheese sticks on a sandwich before. Yeah, well, that was unusual. But the vodka sauce really took me by surprise. It was terrific. Uh, all right, let's hear from the people. I hope you're all having a great, delicious weekend. 855-212-4227. Andrew on 107.5 listening uh, in Minnesota. What's up, Andrew? You're on Ion Fantasy Football. Hey guys, <clears throat> just wondering what you uh, what your thoughts were on a trade that I have pending. Um, Odell Beckham for Melvin Gordon. This is a ten team standard league. Uh, I have Odell. He's trying to give me Melvin. Is Devonta Adams, uh, Demarius Thomas, Chris Hogan, Kelvin Benjamin deep enough if I give away Odell? No, it's not. But you're getting Melvin Gordon, and I'm pretty sure you drafted Melvin Gordon before Odell Beckham, and I think that I'd rather have the stud running back than the stud wide receiver. It seems like a good trade to me. You can get by with the receivers that you have. Maybe you make another trade. Maybe you take one of those weaker running backs on your bench, pair them with one of those wide receivers, and you go and you get a better wide receiver, and you come out of this with a better wideout. And Devontae Adams, let's say he's your next best receiver after you trade Odell, and Melvin Gordon plus whoever you took in the first round of your draft or second round of your draft. Well, he took Beckham. Uh, you know, maybe he started with Beckham and Adams. Yeah, 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 fine. Sure. Right. Early, one, yeah, first or second round, you're right. Uh, Jeff in Rhode Island. Jeff, what's up? You're on Eye on Fantasy Football. Hey, guys, how's it going? What's up? Got a few um, starter sits for you. I'll get your answers and I'll um, hang up. Um, it's a PPR league. It's um, Mahomes or Deshaun Watson, um, Safarian Jenkins, or Seals Jones, and I need a defense between the Bears, the Saints, and the and the um, Texans. Man, where do we start? <laughs> All right, Mahomes or Watson? Uh, I've got, I believe I have, I'm going to get you the answer to that right now. I've got Mahomes one spot ahead oh, of Watson. Oh, one spot. That's always tricky. They are both in my top ten. Yeah, you Mahomes know, I'm gonna, one spot ahead of Watson. I'm going to tell you something regarding these, these three questions after you give it. All right, so Mahomes over Watson. Safarian yep. Jones or Safarian Jenkins or Seals Jones? ASJ. All right, can we have more uh, letters in the last names here? Uh, Bears, <laughs> Saints, Texans. If I had to pick one of them, I'm going to go with the Saints. I know they were a Texans. dud last week. 
you know, that's a close call. It's really close between those two. They're going to get 17 sacks, no tackles. Both the, both of the starting tackles are out. For Adam, Tennessee. the Saints are coming off a bad game. They are going to be feisty on defense, and they're taking on the Browns without Josh Gordon. Texans. All right, fine, Saints. Um, so thank you for the question, Jeff. I, I have these, like, sneaky injuries that we should talk about. Number one, Joe Hayden is out for the Steelers. That could really help Patrick Mahomes, Dave. Yeah, absolutely. That's part of the reason why I've got Mahomes ranked ahead of Deshaun Watson. And Jermaine Gresham is questionable, which makes Ricky Seals-Jones kind of a sleeper, doesn't it? Mm, yeah, I guess. I, if you're streaming tight ends, you can go with him. I like Safarian Jenkins better. I'm not a big Seals-Jones guy. Okay. I, th I think, and I'm not a big Arizona Cardinals passing game guy. <laughs> totally fair. Uh, 855-212-4227. Ernest in Texas. What's up, Ernest? Hey, good evening, my friends. Good evening, sir. Cousin Ernest. <laughs> Hello, Dave. Uh, so, anyway, guys, I am sitting here going through withdrawal. So, I said, you know what? I got to call my friends up, ask them for some fantasy <laughs> advice. So, here I am. Cool. Someone if, if only all the world's problems could be solved this way. Someone listen to the mailbag show. <laughs> of course, always. Thank you. Now, uh, I do have a question. Uh, half point PPR, uh, trying to decide where to go with uh, Quincy Anuma or James White. That's it, guys. Thanks so much. Uh, by the way, just a real quick for Josh Porter. I think uh, there's a team in Texas that could really uh, receive it. So that might be a good landing spot for him. Yeah, I think it could be. He's from Houston originally. I like Anunwa over James White. Now, that will change if we find out that Rex Burkhead is inactive. And it, we might not know that until. Uh, you know, the time of that game between the Patriots and the Jaguars. And I believe the Jets game is a one o'clock game. Is that correct? Adam? Yeah. Right. So if we get word early Sunday that Rex Burkhead is not going to play, then I'll pivot to James White. But short of that, I'm going to go with Quincy Anunwa. Yeah. I, I think Ernest was referring to the Cowboys and the, we know the Cowboys will take chances on players. That makes a ton of sense for Josh Gordon. It, it does. Sure. Yeah. Let's get another call here before the break. Hey, by the way, we are live until midnight Eastern, and we take a ton of calls. So, you know, hang on the line if we don't get to you in this segment. 855-212-4227. Brian's in Philadelphia. Brian, you're on Ion Fantasy Football. Hey, how you guys doing? Great, What's man. Up, What's up? Good. Uh, first thing first, uh, you never draft mushrooms on a pizza. <laughs> Thank you, Brian. <laughs> you said I'm free agency all, all year long. That's fine. Uh, second, I'm in this very competitive uh, keeper league where, uh, you know, drafting or picking up someone on the waiver wire and being able to, to keep them, you know, like a rookie is truly important. So I drafted DJ Moore, you know, late round. Um, but now with Gordon out of Cleveland, how do you feel about Callaway rest of the season versus Moore in the context of a, of a keeper league? I think you're good with what you got with DJ okay. Moore Callaway is, is listen, neither of these wide receivers are sure things, but DJ Moore certainly had the pedigree and certainly is in a better position than Callaway is. Plus Callaway also has off field issues. He, the Browns are going right yeah. down the same road with Callaway as they did with Josh Gordon. So I, I, I think you're great where you have it with DJ Moore. Don't be surprised if DJ Moore picks up more playing time and more targets in these games coming up after the Greg Olson injury. He's a perfect fit to work over the middle of the field in Carolina. 
All right, Dave, you know what? Josh Gordon was big news, but Aaron Rodgers, Ben Roethlisberger, Leonard Fournette, Rex Burkhead, Sony Michelle, Marquise Goodwin, the Texans wide receivers, the Titans quarterbacks. We got to update all of it for you here on Ion Fantasy Football, so stick around. We got a lot more to come. 855-212-4227. Welcome to Play It, a new podcast network featuring radio and TV personalities talking business, sports, tech, entertainment, and more. Play it at play.it. I on Fantasy Football is back. Welcome back, everybody. Rocking and rolling here on Saturday night. Adam Azer and Dave Richard here on CBS Sports Radio. 855-212-4227. Dave, what is this song? Oh. Wait, wait, wait. I, I think I know it. It's on guitar here. How do you not know <laughs> I'm this? I'm pretty sure. Right? It's on guitar. Oh, man. What is it? Oh, I mean, Cold of Personality? Yes. All right, all right. Very all right, good. All right, yeah. <laughs> By Living Color. A yeah. great song when it first came out, but then it was reborn when CM Punk made it his entrance music in the WWE. Cool. And, uh, yeah. They played live at a WrestleMania. Like, very, very cool how this song has become generational now. A great song to bring us back in yeah. here on, on Fantasy Football. We have a lot of personality, and we forgot to mention some key injuries in segment one, so let's get to it now. We'll get your phone calls in just a bit. Aaron Rodgers practice, uh, it's a 1 o'clock game, even though I'm surprised by that. Uh, but Minnesota-Green Bay, what are we thinking for Rodgers for the for the Packers offense in this game? Oh, I'm worried. I'm still going to start him. You know, you think Aaron Rodgers is going to be his, his normal self, but if, if his knee is messed up and this Vikings defense comes to play like I expect them to, it's going to be a long game for him. Devonta Adams is the only receiver that I really, truly trust. Jimmy Graham, a top 12 tight end by default, especially with all the injuries at that position. Not touching Jamal Williams with the 12-foot pole. I took him in a bunch of leagues. He is on the bench in all of them. Why do you trust Devonta Adams? I mean, this Minnesota team has a track record of just humiliating elite wide receivers like A.J. Green, Julio Jones, Michael Thomas, Antonio Brown. None of those guys scored more than six fantasy points in non-PPR last year. Well, but Devonta Adams did and he did it with Brett Hundley as his quarterback that's what they stopped trying they stopped trying okay well I'll take garbage time (laughs) points I'm fine with that uh I I think Devontae Adams is a good receiver and now if he's on the field with Aaron Rodgers someone's going to be his best target there so I'm just I'm I'm eliminating the low probability guys to me that's Randall Cobb who's never in his career had a good game against the Minnesota Vikings I'm eliminating Geronimo Allison because I don't think he'll be the guy I think it's going to be Adams all right fair enough Ben Roethlisberger will play, and he is our start of the week, and we love Ben Roethlisberger, who has a very uh, affordable price on DFS as well. All right, Leonard Fournette, not looking good for him right now, and this is a 4 o'clock game, unfortunately. Are you going to, like, as of right now, if you could not set any lineups tomorrow, you know, which is unrealistic, uh, are you putting TJ Yeldon in? Definitely. Yeah. And it's looking like Leonard Fournette's not going to be active. They promoted a, a practice squad running back Brandon Wilds today. So it looks like Yeldon will get the call. And I like him as a number two fantasy running back this week. What is your take on the Patriots running backs at Jacksonville? It really depends on who's healthy. If it's Rex Burkhead, then if he's active, I should say, then yes, he would be a guy that I would consider probably closer to, to a flex running back than anything else. Uh, I like James White better if catches count, so half PPR, full PPR. I'll take him over Rex Burkhead. Sony Michelle might have a chance to play. Not starting him. Happy to have him on my fantasy team. Going to keep him right on my bench. Do not think that he'll be a big factor right away. I think he still needs a couple more weeks before the Patriots coaches trust him and put him back on the field. Marquise Goodwin is out against Detroit. Dante Pettis, any interest? 
Only if I'm desperate for a replacement for Goodwin or any other receiver. Josh Gordon, you know, someone that I was planning on starting. Would you start him over Randall Cobb? No, I don't think I'm there. Okay, okay. I'll take the safe 70 yards with Randall Cobb before I go upside crazy. Now, I will say this. What if I have Randall Cobb and Dante Pettis and I went up against A.J. Green on Thursday? Now I'm down a ton of points. Do I really want a safe wide receiver in that regard? Probably not. I'll take my shot on Pettis. All right. News and notes can get a little boring. We want to hear from you, so we want you to call us. And CBS Sports Radio's toll-free line, 855-212-4227, is brought to you by GEICO. Great news. There's a quick way you could save money. Switch to GEICO. Go to GEICO.com, and in 15 minutes, you could save 15% or more on car insurance. And let's hear from Goose in Chicago. Goose, you're on Ion Fantasy Football. Hey, what's up, guys? How you doing? Wouldn't be a regular Saturday night without talking to you, Gus. <laughs> hey, Dave and uh, Adam. Hey, Dave, you got to take uh, Adam out to Chicago. He's he's talking that Chicago's got, uh, you know, <laughs> terrible food. I mean, hey, we got to give him a tour around Chicago and let him know where he needs to eat. I'm, and you know, and you know, Gus, that part of that tour is going to end up in a back alley where we're going to say, "Hey, Adam, <laughs> why don't, are you sure? How do you really feel about that Chicago food?" And he'll say, oh, sorry, guys, I really like it a lot. And we'll say, that's what we thought. <laughs> that's right. That's right. There we go. Hey, guys, so I'm in a half a point PPR. Um, you guys just called it out. I'm, I already went up against A.J. Green this week. I, I've got Cooks and Hopkins in my lineup right now, and I'm trying to fill my running back, wide receiver, and flex. Between these six guys in a half a point PPR, tell me what you guys think. I got uh, Kenyon Johnson, Eckler. Pettis, Godwin, Barber, and Dorsett. Um, I I lost Baldwin and Goodwin, uh, so hurting at wide receiver depth right now. What do you guys think? You know, it, it's it's actually funny. I think Eckler is the first one that stands out to me, and then the other two receivers that you told me at the beginning. I think those are probably your two best shots to go at receiver. Who, Pettis and Godwin. Yeah, you know, I'm not ready to. To go all in on Dorsett well, here against what about, Jacksonville. What about Peyton Barber? I mean, you, you might get it 15 to 20 carries, you know? Yeah, but you know what? He had 19 carries last week, and he gave you six fantasy points in a typical league. And, and actually, six points in the PPR. I don't think he caught a pass in the game. So very disappointed in, in how he did, particularly in the fourth quarter against the Saints. I, I'm, I'm going with the three. A lot of upside with Godwin, a lot of upside with Pettis. And Eckler is one of my sleepers this week at running back. I think he could have a great game as the Chargers blow out Buffalo. Hey, so I said on our Fantasy Football Today podcast that Chicago food sucks, which was an exaggeration, but compared to New York food, it does suck. Um, Do you know that beans, Dave, are actually my least favorite food? Which makes sense because when I went to Chicago, I got to say, the bean, pointless. Well, I'm an old school Chicagoan, so the bean doesn't really register. But what with is that? Me. It's just like a big stupid thing. It's a big mirror in the middle of uh, <laughs> stupid in the park in the city. All right, Robert, you take a picture of it and you go on with your life. Robert in Ohio cares about wide receivers. Doesn't care about Chicago. What's up, Robert? You're on Eye on Fantasy Football. What's up, guys? Huge fan. Thank you what so up, much. Rob? Hey, uh, in a in a dilemma, I'm, I'm projected down big this week. I got an iffy Devonta Adams with an iffy Aaron Rodgers and that whole mess. And my options is my second wide receiver. I got uh, Corey Davis in that mess. I got the three-headed monster of the Rams, and I got I got Cooper Cup. And, and then I got on the waivers. I got the the dart throw at uh, a Pettis. I, I need some huge upside. What do you guys think? 
and and this is in addition to Devonte, or you're ready to bench Devonte? No, no, I, I'm I'm starting Devonte. Yeah, I you kind of have a wide receiver. Yeah, I. I in the case of PPR. Cooper Cup, I really like his potential to score against Arizona. I really, really like his matchup against their defense. And the way that Arizona plays the pass, I think it really benefits Cup, even a little bit more so than Brandon Cook. So I would lean in that direction. All right. Thank you very much, Robert. We go to Karen in Massachusetts. We're at 855-212-4227. Karen, what's up? You're on Ion Fantasy Football. Hi. How are you guys tonight? What's Ray, up, Karen? Karen? How are you? Pretty good. Um, I have trouble with my last flex position um, in the full-point PPR league. I have four people that I have to choose from, between Quincy and Nua, uh, Royce Freeman, um, Kenyon Drake, and also uh, Sterling Shepard. I'm going to go with Kenyon Drake. Most upside of that group, uh, Quincy and Nua is a very close second, but to me, I I feel like Drake against the Jets, I don't think that matchup is, is as bad as you think. Maybe you look at week one and you say, wow, the Jets really stopped the Lions run game. Well, the Lions don't really know how to run the ball. <laughs> they haven't been able to figure that out for five years. <laughs> and now I think Ken- Kenyon Drake, in a PPR league especially, will have Boku opportunities Boku. to get All that right. job done. I would pick him as my flex. 855-212-4227. Boku. George in Wisconsin. What's up, George? You're on Ion Fantasy Football. Hi, guys. Big fan. Listen to you every Friday and Saturday. Thanks Are you so a much. Boku fan? <laughs> no, I'm not a Boku fan. And okay. uh, Chicago food's really good. Thank you. But come to Thank New York. You, New York's got to be like tenfold. Uh, I've never been to New York, but I'll have to sometime. Please. What's up, George? What so, we help you? How, you can uh, stay at Adam's house. <laughs> I have A.J. Green, so I already locked that in as my first wide receiver. I need to know Robbie Anderson or Kenny Galladay. This, this sounds kind of crazy, right? Because you drafted PPR. Robbie Anderson well before Kenny Galladay. It doesn't matter if it's PPR or not. I'm going to go with Kenny Galladay. I like the talent. I like his quarterback better, and I like the game script much better. It's a lock that you're going to see the Detroit Lions pass against the 49ers. I don't think their run game will be nearly as effective as they want it to be or as it's ever been. Again, the last five years, they haven't been good at running the football. Galladay had a ton of targets last week. Uh, I, I think that continues this week. All right, the number is 855-212-4CBS. That's 855-212-4227. Dave and I are live until midnight Eastern, taking your phone calls, answering your fantasy questions. I on Fantasy Football is back. Dave, I did not request this, I swear. Sure you didn't. Welcome back to CBS. Not, not bad, right? That was really the worst thing I've heard all day. <laughs> Come on. Our I heard a laughing. grown I heard a grown grown 70-year-old man howling at a TV during a college football game today at a sports bar I went to. And that was that was like an angel singing compared to what you just did. You know what? Uh Ryan, our producer, he liked it. Right? Got a thumbs up there. So Yeah, you're in the room with him. <laughs> Ryan, tell see, me the truth. Ryan, tell me there. the truth. Are you serious? You really liked Adam's impersonation. He's cracking up. Not only did I like it, I thought it worked perfectly with CBS. It had a nice tie-in. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I'm, I'm good at that. Fine. I'm I'm outnumbered on this one. I guess. Uh, well, well, I guess the listeners can let us know. Uh, actually, no, does, no, I'm not in the mood to hear that criticism. <laughs> Dave, uh, I've got some tough wide receiver choices. I, I don't envy you having to do rankings this week because I know you, you know, you made your case for Devontae Adams. Um, you've made a really interesting case for Chris Hogan, who I'm really struggling with. Like one league, I've got Chris Hogan and a guy that I have like such low expectation for in Amari Cooper. Uh, I have currently both Cooper and 
Hogan on my bench for Tyler Lockett and Corey Davis. And I feel awful about it. I just don't know what to do. Like, I like their opportunities better for Lockett and for Davis, but I don't want to sit Amari Cooper. I don't want to sit Chris Hogan. I drafted them as starters. What should we do about those two guys? We already talked about Devontae Adams, but what about Hogan? What about Cooper? So the reason why I like Hogan is because I'm, I'm concerned that the Patriots won't be able to run the ball very much. They've got a banged-up Rex Burkhead. We don't know if James White is going to do well with even 10 carries if he gets the opportunity. Sonny Michelle hasn't played in an NFL game. Tom Brady's going to have to throw a lot, and the Patriots are smart. They know that they're not going to get anywhere if they're going to go one-on-one with Jalen Ramsey or even one-on-one with A.J. Boye. So they move into the slot, and they're going to use different receivers in the slot, and the one that they'll use the most will be Chris Hogan. He lined up in the slot the most last week. He lined up a ton in the slot last year. Six of his seven touchdowns in 2017 came from the slot. And when Tom Brady took on these Jaguars in the playoffs last year, both of his touchdowns went to Danny Amendola. Guess where he lined up, Adam? Uh, outside and in the slot. Yeah, he was in the slot. <laughs> uh, so, so I'm okay with Chris Hogan as a low end number two fantasy wide receiver. I look at Cooper as more of a flex. I think the Raiders are going to do him right. I think they're going to try and force him the ball a little bit, kind of make up for last week. Doesn't mean he's going to have a big game. It means he's going to have an okay game. So I think that that's not a bad guy to use as a third receiver or a flex or you know whatever he is in your case. Tyler Lockett is very much a boomer bust type of wide out, very much a, a deep threat type, not a consistent type of receiver. I like Brandon Marshall better against the Bears on Monday night. I, I think Amari Cooper might score two fantasy points. Well, I also think Tyler Lockett could score two fantasy. Like, the floor for both those guys is where your shoes are right now. <laughs> I'm, assume, I'm assuming you're either standing or sitting in a chair that's low enough to the ground to where your feet can actually hit the ground. As for Corey Davis, if this were PPR, I'd put him ahead of Tyler Lockett. I might even put him ahead of Amari Cooper because I think, like the Raiders with Cooper, the Titans are going to force him the football. Oh, yeah. Mariota, oh, yeah. is, Mariota is clearly not 100%. His offensive line is far from 100%, and the Houston Texans are going to come after him. So I think – and we talked about the Texans' DST, and I might change my mind on oh, that. Oh, the Texans' DST is just going to be a monster. I, I, I might think... have I might, I like the Saints' DST to bounce back, but I might have to change my mind on that. And I would try and stay away from Corey Davis, especially in non-PPR. Yeah, but in, the, in this situation, I think it is PPR, and I think Corey Davis – the way I see this game going is Davis just gets all the volume, right? Like Delaney Walker's out. He got a ton of targets last week. He's, he should get a ton of targets now. They've already talked about using both quarterbacks. I have no idea what that means. But I, I think like 7 for 70, which is what, say, a guy like Cole Beasley got gotcha, you – last week when the Cowboys were trailing and he's their best option. I think seven for 70 feels realistic to me uh, to, for Corey Davis because I think they are going to be trailing in that game. Can I and give he's you one the, the last strike? Gonna, they're only, the only guy they're going to throw to. Can I yeah. give you one last strike on Corey Davis? Yeah. He was on the injury report this week with a hamstring He's back. He's fine. He's he, fine. Adam, he's had this problem ever since he went to the NFL Combine. I spoke to him. He said he's fine. You did? No. When did you become pals with Corey Davis? <laughs> he called me at 855-212-4227. In fact, plenty of our friends are calling us, plenty of our pals, and we'll get to your phone calls for the rest of the hour after I tell you about what you're going to be watching tomorrow. The long, tough road to Super Bowl 53 on CBS continues with a great doubleheader. Kansas City collides with Pittsburgh, then it's a rematch of the AFC Championship game when New England battles Jacksonville. And the day kicks off at 12 Eastern with the NFL Today presented by Jeep. And before we get to the calls, Dave, real quick, Patriots by at least 10. I agree. Cool. All right. Well, then let's hear from the people. 855-212-4227.
Lines are busy right now. Sit tight. Keep calling. We'll get to uh, as many as we can. Jake in Pennsylvania. Jake, you're on Ion Fantasy Football. What's up, guys? Do I let it ride with my week one lineup? Deshaun Watson and Evan Ingram, or do I panic like I usually do <laughs> and insert Andrew Luck or Jared Cook for either two? Thanks. Well, I don't think it's panicking. I, I think you're playing it smart. I think Andrew Luck is going to throw no matter who his opponent is. It just so happens that it'll be Washington this week. And I like his chances to put up numbers as good or if not a little bit better than what he did last week, and I think you'd be happy with that. And Jared Cook, look, I don't, I don't want to get fooled by this for like the eighth time in his career. He's been an underachiever as long as he's been in the NFL. But Jared Cook looked good on Monday. Great. And I think he's going to be a regular part of this Raiders offense. I don't think this was a scheme em up thing against the Rams. It wouldn't surprise me. 180 yards again would surprise me. It wouldn't surprise me if he had half of what he had. Six catches, 90 yards. I don't think Evan Ingram is going to get that against the Cowboys. I mean, Cook had a really – it looks like a good matchup last week. He's got a great matchup this week against a team that just gave up 100 yards to Will Disley. Here are some tight ends. Here are the tight ends that caught touchdowns against the Broncos last year. Jason Witten, Charles Clay, Evan Ingram, Travis Kelsey, Trey Burton, Dwayne Allen, Tyler Croft, Julius Thomas, and Vernon Davis. This team struggles against tight ends, so I think you're – you know, it's not panicking to start Luck over Watson, to start Cook over Evan Ingram. 855-212-4227. Trey in New York, where the food is terrific. Trey, you're on Eye on Fantasy Football. Food is good. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, question. I need to start two in the full-point PPR. Uh, Peyton Barber, Kerryon Johnson, Chris Godwin, Naheem Hines, Ryan Grant, and Pettis. Oh, wow. You're you're already hitting your bench in a big way, huh, Trey? Well, I'm I, I'm trying to prepare just in case Devontae Adams sit and Corey Davis. So I got them on my line. I'm just trying to get okay. Back so this is just who who are the best backups for those guys? Yeah. Now I feel better about answering this question because otherwise I was gonna <laughs> trash you and say, you know what? I don't think you're gonna win in week two. Godwin has to be there for me. I'm just I'm a fan of his. I think Tampa Bay is going to need to throw against Philadelphia. It's probably a better matchup for them through the air than on the ground, which means you can't start Peyton Barber. And in a PPR league, I might lean a little bit toward Pettis. I might take that upside now that we know that Goodwin isn't going to play. Hey, where are you feeling on uh, what are you feeling on Marlon Mack this week? I like him kind of as a very very low end number three running back. I I I could certainly see the Colts easing him in and giving him you know, half the workload in the first half of the game, and if he makes it through that, then they try and speed him up. Would be surprised if he had more than 12 touches. Okay. 855-212-4227. Ian in Rhode Island. What's up, Ian? You're on Ion Fantasy Football. How you doing tonight, guys? Ian, what's up? Nothing much. Quick quarterback and wide-out question. I heard you talking about Luck just a moment ago. Am I crazy for wanting to start Eli Manning over Andrew Luck this week? Yeah, yeah that, that that borders on insane. <laughs> yeah, white, white so. hot insane right there, Ian. I hate the Washington matchup. That's my that's my reasoning. But you don't you don't seem too worried about it. I mean, Andrew Luck's going to get sacked. It's going to have he's going to get sacked at least three times. He's playing without Anthony Costanzo at left tackle. But in in a game with four quarters and him not being able to run the football, uh, the Colts not being able to run the football, I think Luck will fall into good production. Yeah, and it's so interesting. Uh, sorry for cutting you off there, Ian. It's so interesting. Like the, the Redskins were really bad against pretty much everyone last year. They had a bad defense, and I thought they were going to have a bad defense again, and I still do. 
you know, last week notwithstanding. But I think the mm. Jets, the Dolphins, the Redskins are three teams I'm really looking to see how they do in week two to see if week one's defensive performances uh, were legit. So, you know, we're, we got we got our eyes on you. Norman in Gainesville. Norman, you're on Eye on Fantasy Football. Hey, guys. Thanks for taking my call. Sure, Norman. Uh, just two quick questions. One about flex. Um, this is a standard league, either Nelson Aguilar or Deion Lewis, and then at tight end, Jordan Reed or Zach Ertz. I'm going to go with Ertz over Reed. I really like the matchup for Philadelphia. I, I think that you're going to see Zach Ertz be a primary target for Nick Foles, and that secondary for Tampa Bay is in really rough shape. They're starting two rookie cornerbacks. Their safeties aren't really that good. Uh, I, I could see them being great. And so by comparing Lewis to Aguilar, you'd think I'd say Aguilar, and you'd just go all Philadelphia all the time. But no Philly Philly this time. I actually like Deion Lewis's outlook this week. He played a lot more than Derrick Henry last week. I know Henry had a touchdown run called back. This matchup doesn't look good for him. I think one of the ways that Tennessee can move the chains is by using Deion Lewis on those short little routes out of the backfield. Mariota will lean on him. I think he'll be better. Let's go rapid fire to finish the hour. 855-212-4227. Just... Give us one question. You don't have to ask how we're doing or anything. Just fire away with your question. Dave will give you a quick answer, and we'll move on. Caleb in Pennsylvania. Caleb, go. Hey, uh, half-point PPR, um, Rex Burkhead struggling with the injury. Um, should I, even if Rex Burkhead plays, should I start Isaiah Crowell over him at a half PPR? I'm nervous about Crowell. I, I would take Rex if he's starting. Thank you, Caleb. Let's go to Jonathan in Boston. Jonathan, you're an eye on fantasy football. Hey, three quick questions. Number one, Jameis Winston, expectations for us this season. Number two, Mark Ingram in the playoffs. Number three, should I pick up Geo and drop Alf, James White, Tyler Lockett, Chris Godwin? Thanks. I'd make the swap for Lockett to get Geo. Geo's a good guy to pick up off uh, for the next couple of weeks and maybe even longer because of Joe Mixon's injury. Uh, Mark Ingram is a great guy to have for, for the rest of the season. I just didn't want to spend the early draft capital to get him. And Jameis Winston is the perfect guy to pick up off waivers. If someone drafted him, I would imagine that they're going to let him go pretty soon after the injuries pile up after week two. If he's still on the waiver wire in your league, go ahead and stash him. The only way he won't be good is if Tampa Bay is like 3-0 and when he comes back and they say, you know what, we're going to stick with the great bearded Ryan Fitzpatrick. That's <laughs> the only way. 855-212-4227. And I'll say this about Geo: Mixon's out two to four weeks. Mixon missed two games last year, but I'm going to say he missed three games because he left early with an injury against Pittsburgh. In those three games, Giovanni Bernard had either 100 total yards or a touchdown in all three games. He gave you three good performances, very good performances, and uh, he's in line for a big workload. We got Seth in Texas, 855-212-4227. Seth, go. Seth, you there? Yeah, yeah. Go uh, for it. I got it. a flex question in a uh, standard scoring with uh, Chris Carson or Robbie Anderson. Uh, I don't like the matchup for Carson at all. I don't really love the matchup for Robbie Anderson either, but he's got more upside. All right, we got Sam in Ohio. Sam, you are on Ion Fantasy Football. Go for it. Hey, uh, two of these three, one for my second receiver. This is standard. One for my second receiver, one for flex. Uh, Devontae Adams, Adam Thielen, and Isaiah Crowell. I'm sitting Crowell. All right, thanks a lot, Sam. We got Chad in Texas. Chad, go. Yeah, hey, guys. Um, I just made a trade in my league, and I was just wondering if you could tell me what you thought right quick. Go for it. Okay. Uh, I traded, or actually, I, I wanted to trade J, 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 uh, 
Jamison Crowder on my team, and this is a full-point PPR league. I wanted to trade Jamison Crowder for Rex Burkhead, and they came back and said, I'll take David in, in, in Joku instead, who was my second tight, tight, second tight end, and I said yes. So you got Burkhead for Njoku? Njoku. Yeah, uh, I'm okay with that, especially if you needed the running back help. It's, it's, okay it's with it? That's an amazing trade. Well, I don't, you know, now that Josh Gordon's out in Cleveland, uh, Njoku's got a shot. I agree. And if, it's and still if, a good and trade, though. Listen, Rex Burkhead, concussion issues, knee issues, not going to be great, but if he's going to suit up and play in week two, then I think the deal works out. Well, we're about out of time for hour number one, but we got good news, Dave, don't we? We do. We got another hour of yes. Ion Fantasy Football coming yes. up and more opportunities for me to sing like Scott Stapp. If that is, that's his name, right? Whose name? The guy from Creed. The guy from Creed is, actually has a name that people know. <laughs> Well, I I know it. All right. Anyway, we'll be back. 855-212-4227. Stay on the line. We'll talk to you after the break. Eye on Fantasy Football is back. All right. Welcome to hour number two of Eye on Fantasy Football. Thanks so much for tuning in. Thanks so much for spending time with us on a Saturday night. And we're coming to you live from the Quicken Loan Studios. National mortgage lender, Quicken Loans. Apply simply, understand fully, and mortgage confidently. I'm Adam, he's Dave, and Dave, I got something crazy to tell you. Two two words we did not say at all during hour number one that I can remember. James Conner. Isn't that weird? You know, I think I think everybody is just assuming that he's going to be the, the main guy. They know what to do with him in fantasy. They know that he's going to be the lead back in Pittsburgh. That's a great spot to be in. Yeah. It's just Josh Gordon has stolen Le'Veon Bell's thunder, I guess. Uh, making all the fantasy headlines. What's up, Dave? How was our number one for you? It was great. It was a lot of fun. We helped a lot of people. Mm-hmm. Going to help a even lot more. more to do, I hope. Oh, absolutely. Dave's going to give you sleepers at every position, and we're going to take your calls at 855-212-4227. Hey, back to Josh Gordon. Is Jarvis Landry now just a total stud, like a top 10 maybe wide receiver rest of season the biggest knock on him coming into the year was that Josh Gordon was going to take too much work away from him I like the fact that Josh Gordon was going to play on the field with Landry because it meant that coverage would go in a different direction and Landry in single coverage is going to be dominant now he's going to start to get some double coverage I'm curious to see how things develop with him for now yeah you're starting Jarvis Landry you can't ignore him but in a couple of weeks, if he doesn't get anything done, no more 100-yard games, no more high volume, you might be a little sad. Don't be surprised. Okay. All right. Uh, 855-212-4227 is the number. Dave, give me two sleepers at each position. Well, let's start with Matt Ryan, who I think fantasy owners were ready to dump after last week's game. But I wouldn't do that yet against Carolina. Their front seven is good. Their secondary is not. Ryan has a good track record against the Panthers, and I think you'll see Matt Ryan have another nice game, a better game certainly than what he did in week one. Hopefully those Falcons can work the red zone better than they did last week. That's been a point of emphasis for them for a long time, and I'm sure this week they've got some stuff planned. I also like Blake Bortles. I think he's a very sneaky, under-the-radar type of fantasy quarterback. His teammate, T.J. Yeldon, is a huge sleeper. Now, he's already been picked up in a bunch of leagues. He's still out there. 
I'd say one out of every 10 CBS leagues, he's still there. But only about a third of the people are starting him right now. Maybe they're just waiting for Leonard Fournette to be officially ruled out. And when that happens, T.J. Eldon should be in lineups. So should Austin Eckler with the Chargers. Whether it's a blowout or not against Buffalo, you're going to see him get at least a quarter of the snaps and at least 10 touches. Like him better in PPR than in non. I think Brandon Marshall is the safer Seahawks receiver. He had three red zone targets last week. I think you're going to see Russell Wilson stick with him. And in that in that Chargers game, sticking with the Chargers theme, Mike Williams had a bunch of targets, did good with them last week. I think he's going to end up being that number two wide receiver for L.A. I like him a lot in week two. Eric Ebron had a touchdown last week. I don't know how much of a sleeper it is. People know about him already, but he's still only started in about half of CBS Sports Leagues. I think Eric Ebron should be a top 10 fantasy tight end this week. Like him better than his teammate Jack Doyle in non-PPR and David Njoku. A lot of people drafted him late. They were hoping he'd be a good touchdown or bust type of tight end. Well, with Josh Gordon gone, his target should rise, and we could see him start to develop a little bit faster than we first believed. Cleveland needs him against New Orleans on Sunday. Ooh, that was good, Dave. Good stuff. All right. Now we hear from the people. We hear from Dan in New Jersey at 855-212-4227. Dan, you're on Ion Fantasy Football. Hey, what's up, boys? Dan. Dan. All right. Uh, I got Phil Rivers, Andrew Luck, and Matt Stafford. Can you guys uh, rank them for me this week? You already did. The way you told me their yeah. names. Rivers Rivers, is, Rivers has a chance, sneaky chance to be the number one fantasy quarterback this week. Yeah. Yeah, he yeah, he does. But it is tough going to Buffalo. It's always tough for teams to travel across the country to go to Buffalo. Yeah, but that Buffalo offense is going to put their defense in some really tough positions, and I think Rivers and the Chargers can cash in. David in South Carolina. David, how uh, how are you doing, David, with the storm? Good for the most part. Just a little uh, funny here and there, but that's about it. Um, right. Sorry right, to good. hear. I hope everybody's safe out there, and uh, it's just terrible. But, David, what can we help you with? So I've got two questions. I've got TJ Yeldon, Kenyon Drake, and Carlos Hyde for my number two. Who should I start there? And for my wide receivers, I have Julio Jones, Ty Hilton, and Emmanuel Sanders in the flex. I was wondering what you think about Cup in the flex. I wouldn't do Cup in the flex, not over Sanders and not over Hilton. I like your receivers the way that they are. And Drake's upside, in my opinion, is a little bit better than Yeldon's. And I, I, I wish you could start Yeldon and Drake, but for me, it's going to be Drake. 855-212-4227. Christy is in Texas. Christy, you're on Ion Fantasy Football. A 10-team PPR, uh, tight end Trey Burton, our kettle, um, and a kicker Hopkins, Bryant, McManus, or Parker, and defense Bears or Chargers. I'm going to go with the Chargers over the Bears defense. I like McManus as your kicker going up against the Raiders. And George Kittle, he was one of my favorite tight ends to draft. And in a PPR league, I think he's ticketed for about 15 points at minimum against the Detroit Lions on Sunday. Yeah, got him in my DFS lineup. Me too. Very excited about George Kittle. Uh, Todd in Washington, D.C. is our next caller. What's up, Todd? Hey, what's going on, guys? Uh, I've been watching you guys or following you guys for many years. Um I have a couple questions. Uh, I'm I'm kind of uh, hurting on the uh, wide receiver um, area. I have Quincy Inunua and Cooper Cup starting. And uh, I also have uh, Randall Cobb on the bench, Josh Gordon on the bench, Doug Baldwin on the bench. 
Should I drop Josh Gordon for a better, like, Ryan Grant or, or like, uh, beef it up or just hold on to Josh Gordon? Uh, also, my other question is, uh, Michael Gallup, have you given up on him? Thank you. I, I, I don't want to give up on Michael Gallup, but I know that a lot of people have roster needs and turnover after the first week of the season. So if you need to drop Michael Gallup, you can. I'm expecting the Cowboys to eventually use him. It just didn't happen as much as I thought in week one. In fact, I was downright disappointed with that volume. We'll see how he does against the Giants. Josh Gordon, you hold on to. I know that what's happening to him right now, you're not excited about. I don't think this is going to be a case where the Browns put him on waivers and he stays there. I think another team will either trade for him or will sign him if he does end up getting released. And I think Josh Gordon's season is not over yet, believe it or not. So you might as well hold on to him while you can. If the time comes where he's suspended or what have you, then you know what to do with him. You sure. Let him go. Yeah, right. I even asked Dave in our first hour, would you trade Philip Lindsay for Josh Gordon? And he said, no, he'd rather have Philip Lindsay. So it's, it's tough because you, you want to keep Josh Gordon. But at the same time, you have to acknowledge that his value isn't super high. But his value is higher than someone like Michael Gallup's. If you have to cut yes. one of the two, you have to cut Michael Gallup. Yeah. Paul in Knoxville, Tennessee. What's up, Paul? Hey, guys. Uh, two questions real quick. I got the Pats D and the Jags D. Uh, everything looks dead even points-wise on that. And uh, injuries in my quarterback. Am I starting Rodgers or Mariota? Thanks. You're going to go with Rodgers over Mariota, assuming that he plays. And I'm still going with the Jaguars defense. You know, sometimes with the DST, you just got to take your lumps with them. You can't have a perfect matchup with your DSTs every week. And when you don't have that perfect matchup, you better have a really good DST. And Jacksonville has a really good DST. I am so excited for the Texans DST. I picked them up in one or two leagues because, you know, they had the Patriots in week one, so they were dropped. Uh, I I'm very excited, Dave. I know that question wasn't about them, but I'm no. just riffing. Yeah, you're going on and on about them. Yes, <laughs> we get it. You like the Texans. I just uh, – I they could crush the Titans. Uh, as Dave mentioned, better game for Deion Lewis than for Derrick Henry. Looks like uh, that will be the case. Steve uh, Steve in Knoxville. What's up, Steve? Yeah, I was suggesting you might want to play some violin music behind this call. Oh. I got some major uh, running back problems. Uh, I'm in a 14-team uh, standard league. In my, it's a 15-man roster. I've got five running backs: Joe Mixon, Rex Burkhead, Sony Michelle, Marlon Mack, and Adam Jones. So, I've already played Mixon this week. Uh, I went on the waiver wire, and there's not much out there. Do you know of any sleepers or anything, or who would be a good backup to pick up in case somebody goes down? Well, you've already had Mixon go down, unfortunately. I think the move that you need to make isn't an add or a drop. It's a trade, and I think you should try and get Giovanni Bernard and give up whichever running back that that guy wants in exchange for Gio, whether it's Rex, Sony, Mac, or Aaron Jones. I think that's the move that you have to make. As far as a sneaky sleeper who could be out there, in a 14-team league, I can't imagine there's going to be – there's only um, one guy that's coming to mind, and I don't like him better than any of the other than Aaron Jones. Ito Smith is probably going to get about seven carries, maybe. Because I, I looked that's at, a, I looked that's at, a big uh, maybe. I looked at what Teron Ward got last year when when Devontae Freeman was out. He got six, mm-hmm. seven, and nine carries in three games, including the one that Freeman got hurt. 
But, I mean, still, what's that going to do against Carolina? That's like 15 yards. Yeah. So I think you, you go with the Patriots guys and Marlon Mack if one of the Patriots guys is out. Do you think Javoris Allen is on the waiver wire? Jaylen well, he already Richard. played this week. Sure, but he, he can also Jaylen look to get Jalen Richard is very interesting. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's a good call, Dave. Yeah, he might get a lot of work in the passing game if the Raiders are down, for sure. I like that one. Uh, all right, let's get another call here. We're up against the break, but we are here till midnight Eastern. We'll take a lot more of your phone calls. 855-212-4227. Let's hear from Isaiah. Isaiah's in Maryland. What's going on, Isaiah? How you doing, man? Uh, I have two questions. Uh, number one, how would you feel about Edelman versus Hogan rest of season, standard league? The second question is Evan Ingram, Jack Doyle, or David Njoku rest of season? Well, if it's a PPR league, I think I'd take Doyle over Njoku just because I think he's safer. But if it's non-PPR, I think – Upside favors Najoku. I'd go in that. Got direction. Evan Ingram in there too. I'm not sure. Yeah, I'm still. I'm. I. I went cold on Evan Ingram when he got concussed in the preseason. Okay, when that happened. My my outlook became fearful, and then, and then he had three drops last week. One technically is unofficial, but you see what you see in the film, and he dropped three passes. That's bad. I'm going to take Hogan over Edelman rest of season. In standard, yeah, I think in PPR, would you switch it? I might switch it in PPR, but that's a that's a close call. And remember, we still have to wait three more weeks before Edelman comes back. So mm-hmm. Hogan could gain some serious ground on him by then. 855-212-4CBS. 855-212-4227. More starter sit and maybe a little buy low when we come back here. Yeah, on, yeah let's do it on Ion Fantasy Football. Welcome to Play It, a new podcast network featuring radio and TV personalities talking business, sports, tech, entertainment, and more. Play it at play.it. Eye on Fantasy Football is back. Oh, yeah. If you weren't pumped up for football before, you sure are now. Welcome back. Dave? Am I on the right show? (laughs) This is called a personality, right? No. You know why we're playing this song? No. Because I want to know who you're going to buy, buy, buy low on. Oh. Come on. Come on. Now you get it? Yes. Who, what was your favorite boy band? 98 Degrees, right? Yeah. Uh, No. Nah, I'm just kidding, Dave. I don't think I had a favorite boy band. No, you you, you didn't. And neither did I. So uh, let's let's talk about buy low. <laughs> I don't know about that. I think no, I didn't. I, I just come on, Adam. Were you a new kids on the block fan? That was a little before my time. I think. Were you hanging tough? No, that was. I think that was more you than me. I will say that I I want it that way is a truly great song, and there's no shame in liking it. And bye 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 is pretty good as well. And it's it's a good fantasy football segue. So I want to talk about some buy low. It's week two, but still an opportunity to make some trade offers. Always want to be improving your team. By the way, we're going to get to your calls in just a bit. 855-212-4227. Assuming you haven't said bye-bye-bye to our show after that intro. Who are you looking to buy low on, Dave? Well, I can't do it now, but I can certainly do it after the games this week. But Alex Collins' fantasy owners have to be pulling their hair out of their head after what they've seen the first two weeks of the season. But I think game script is the reason why. And I think the Ravens are going to make a correction. And I think they're going to get him more involved. Not sure if he's going to get that goal line job that's going to go to Buck Allen still. But I think Alex Collins is a terrific running back to try and buy low on, especially if he just lost Joe Mixon or Devontae Freeman. A lot of Eagles on this list. Carson Wentz, Alshon Jeffrey, Nelson Aguilar. People are impatient. They don't want to wait for Wentz and Alshon to come back, and they're going to be disappointed because Aguilar had only 
33 yards in week one. He's going to bounce back in a big way, by the way. Uh, Marvin Jones is another one. He had eight targets in week one. Three of them were in the end zone. Just didn't catch any of them. I think he's going to continue to be a big focal point in Detroit. Don't get away from him. And Chris Hogan had a bad week one. Get him before week two. And he might not have a great week two. I think he'll be okay. I think he's good enough to start. But I think in time he will be a very good fantasy wide receiver in New England. Yeah, I made the case for Devin Funchess earlier in the show. Right, but see, here's the problem is that you, now's not the time to buy low on him. Now's the time to just see how he does. And if he does bad I don't think he's going to game, do badly. I think he's going to do well. Well, but we need a bad game in order for him to buy low. Because right guess. now his value, he's actually interesting because Greg Olson isn't there in Carolina. Are people really putting that – is anybody really factoring that in? I mean – yeah, smart fantasy so? owners are fact. Yeah, absolutely. All right, only um, the only the real morons, the idiot morons, the idiot morons are the ones who <laughs> just they're not paying attention, and those are the people that you should rip off relentlessly in fantasy trades. And Matt Breida, I I really think he's just better than Alfred Morris. I it's a little bit of a of a shot in the dark, but I I think there's a chance he kind of becomes that starting guy and gets more like sixty five percent of the carries. Uh, at some point, so you know, I don't want to give up anything that I'm that I'm really using now, but maybe trade some depth for Matt Breida could work out. Sure. And I think after this week, I'm going to be pretty interested. I'm I'm interested now. I just don't want to start him. And Marlon Mack, I drafted a lot of Marlon Mack. I think the preseason showed that he is by far the best running back on that team, and a good running back on an Andrew Luck offense. If the guy can stay healthy, I think he's going to be a really good flex. And uh, I'm into I'm I'm in on Marlon Mack. I would I would make the I would make some offers. There's the if on that. his health, and there's the if on just how much work he'll get because the Colts seem intent on using all of their running backs every week. I just don't think the other running backs are that good. Like I could see Himes in the passing game. I could see that, but I think Wilkins blew his shot, and uh, I, Mack is by far the best guy there. Could you see Robert Turbin coming back and yeah. having a role? Yeah, maybe at I could. the goal line. I could. I could see that. It's going to be a mess. I could, uh, yeah, all right. Fine, Dave. Fine, whatever. 855-212-4227. CBS Sports Radio's toll-free line is brought to you by GEICO. Hey, everyone, here's a quick way you could save money. Switch to GEICO. Do you need homeowners, renters, or motorcycle insurance, too? Get it all at GEICO.com. I don't know how many calls we'll get to here, but what I can promise you is in our last segment, because we're live until midnight, I promise you we are going to do nothing but your calls. I'm going to get to a ton of them, at least 30. But let's start now. John in Wisconsin. John, you're an eye on fantasy football. Hello. Thank you, guys. Thanks for sticking my car. Yes, sir. I have a question. Uh, I've been looking at my uh, fantasy football for the last few days. I couldn't make up who I wanted for my packs. Here's the three guys I had. For the lineup, uh, Chris Thompson, Kevin Coleman, and Nelson Aguilar. Thanks for the help. I like all those guys, but Tevin Coleman mm-hmm. is just – he's head and shoulders above the rest. There have been three times in Tevin's career where he's been the primary back in Atlanta with Devontae Freeman out. He has been successful for fantasy, and we measure success with 10 fantasy points in a non-PPR league. Three out of three times, 100% success rate, and usually he's cash money when he scores a touchdown. That's pretty – it goes without saying. But now he's going to have an opportunity to get you yardage on top of the touchdowns, and that's what puts him in the top 15 among fantasy running backs this week. Joe in Michigan. Joe, welcome to the show. You're on Ion Fantasy Football. Yeah, I need help. I need help, guys. A quarterback question. Keenum, Carr, Foles, um, my receivers in – and running backs, uh, you know, you pick two receivers or 
three Joe, I'm, I'm just going to cut you off. Can I answer the quarterback question for you? We're going to go with Case Keenum, all right? Oh. Cool. Thank you, my friend. Just got so many callers tonight. Want to get to as many as we can. Sorry to cut you off there. Ryan in Texas. Ryan, you're on Ion Fantasy Football. Hey, uh, question about I've got uh, Chris Godwin or Tyrell Williams in the flex, and also y'all talked about this before. I have pooped my pants as a grown man. <laughs> did we talk about – oh, yeah, 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 we talked about that. <laughs> I did a Twitter poll on that, didn't I? Um, well, thank Memories. you. Memories. Yeah, I haven't. But Dave, have I. <laughs> nope. well, I don't even remember Godwin or Tyrell Williams. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's going to be Godwin. Okay, Ryan, thank you. you threw me off my game. Uh, Chris in Chicago, what was the context when I did that Twitter poll? Um, oh, man, it was a funny story. All right, Chris in Chicago. Chris, you're an eye on fantasy football. Hey, uh, I got a uh, half point PPR. Got uh, Chris Hogan or Jameson Crowder or Pierre Garcon. I'm going to go Hogan. Patriots oh, no. wide receiver. I know it's a tough matchup. I trust the Patriots will find ways to scheme him up and get him involved. We haven't talked about Garcon. It's really interesting without Goodwin. I, mean, I feel like he could have a huge game. I think, they, I think they're headed toward a spread-it-around type deal. But, but I, without... I also think Garoppolo is going to lean mm-hmm. on Kittle quite a bit. We saw that last week, and it, I, I saw it in watching his games last season. See, this is where I, I totally – you've made me a lot more confident in Chris Hogan. And I do think the Patriots are going to win, and I, you know, I, I'm confident in them. But sure. this is where I would play it safe and go with Garcon because I, I think, look, he's always been a good PPR guy, and this is half PPR. And I still like it is Jacksonville, and it is on the road, so you still have to factor that in with Hogan, who had a terrible game last week. So I would go Garcon, but it's I like that I like your conviction in the Hogan thing, and you've definitely convinced me to start him in a few leagues. Good. Uh, Nate in Florida. Nate, what's up? You're on Ion Fantasy Football. Nate. Nate wants to know, Dave, if he should start Carr or Fitzpatrick. I happen to know that. Oh, my gosh, Nate. Your team is terrible. You <laughs> might want to consider retiring from fantasy football, but if you're picking between those two, go with Fitzpatrick. Eddie is in Florida. Eddie's actually going to speak to us. Eddie, you're on Ion Fantasy Football. Hey, thanks for taking my call, guys. I've got a running back flex issue here. I've got Yeldon currently my RB2 and Bilal Tal as my flex, but I'm worried if Fournette plays that I don't have, I don't have another running back to slip in that Yeldon spot, and I'd also have to I'd lose Brandon Marshall or Dante Pettis as a flex. Should I keep Yeldon in a flex and put Bilal Powell as the RB2 and see what happens? I would actually go with Yeldon and Marshall if you're able to figure out who's going to go when and where we will probably get some reports uh, Sunday morning about Leonard Fournette and where he'll be. And, and fantasy football today will be on CBS sports radio at 11 a.m. Eastern time. They'll have the latest on Leonard Fournette. If he's out, Yeldon's the obvious play. And I think Marshall's better than Bill Powell, to be honest. It's kind of funny. It's like all these game time decisions that we hear about on Friday or Saturday at this point, I expect to know on Sunday mornings, one of the reporters seems to seems to break it where we know before the 1 o'clock games. I think that's sort of a recent development. In the last couple of years, I don't know how many times you go to a 4 o'clock Eastern game not really knowing. I, we'll, get, we'll get some breaking news in the morning, right? Would you like to know that Pierre Garçon's given you more than 15 PPR fantasy points twice in his last 11 games? 15? That's Well, that's pretty good. That's okay. Oh, eh, that is interesting, Dave. He never scores. But... Mm-mm. Don't, don't throw that at me right now. That's not cool. I on Fantasy Football is back. 
requested by Dave Richard to finish out Ion Fantasy Football. I know you love this one, Dave. I'm popping my head a uh, little good, bit. You good. know what I'm we talking are. about. You know, going to the side. Of sure. Course. What's the movie? What's the name of the movie? Night at the Roxbury. Oh, very good. Not one of the better Will Ferrell movies. I, I, this, I had no but idea. But sadly, was one of the better Chris Kattan movies. <laughs> what, Corky Romano? Come on. Hi. Come on. All right, welcome back to Ion Fantasy Football. We got some MMA talk coming up next. This is our final segment up until midnight Eastern. Then we'll turn it over to the MMA guys. And uh, we will take your calls. I said 30. Can we get to 30, Dave? Let's do it. All right, 855-212-4227. It's going to have to be quick. Just one question per caller, please. And we'll get the answer from Dave and move on. Corey in Chicago, caller number one. Corey, make it happen. Hey, I got uh, it's kind of a stack question for you, but you need to pick one quarterback and one re- wide receiver: Brady, Manning, Hogan, Shepard. Do I have to pick them on the same team? Is my question. No. No. Okay, then I'll go Brady and Hogan. Oh, you did pick them on the same. <laughs> uh, works either. Oh way. no, I should go Brady and oh, it's Shepard, not. Yeah, no, Brady and Hogan. I think yeah, that's, good. that makes sense. I answered it the way I wanted to answer it. Jeremy in Kansas City. Jeremy, you're on Eye on Fantasy Football. Yes, uh, half PPR league. I need a receiver and a flex. I've got uh, Crowder, Garstone, and Jimmy Graham. Well, I, <laughs> I, I think it's got to be. I'm not a big Garcon guy. I'm going to go Crowder and Graham. Crowder and Graham. Okay, we got David in Ohio. 855 855- 212-4227. David in Ohio, you're on Ion Fantasy Football. Yeah, how you doing? I, I need two running backs out of three. Um, Jai, Tevin Coleman, or Austin Eckler? Uh, I'm going to sit Eckler of that group. I love Eckler, but I think he's the one you sit. We got Pat in Ohio. Oh, what's up, Pat? What is up, fellas? Pat. Hey, I'm in a fixing. I ain't whistling and mixing anymore. I'm in a 14-team league, so waivers are slim pickings. I have Joe Mixon. I got to take time with this wounded man because he likes to heal. Also have Gurley, Melvin Gordon, Chris Carson, <laughs> Rashard Penny. No IR spot. So should I drop Jordan Wilkins, open up shot, or let my team roll? I got my eye on Quincy Anua, Sony Michelle, and I like a cat in the weeds. I'm ready to pounce on Des Bright with open arms. I love you guys, but you can't have my Bud Light. Dilly dilly, have a lovely evening. <laughs> uh, go get Quincy Anunua. I think he's going to pay off dividends this year. And drop Jordan Wilkins? Yeah, let him But he, he said, I think he said he was waiting to pounce on Sony Michelle. No, Pat, he said he was waiting to pounce on Des Bryant. Wait, Pat, is Sony Michelle available? Yes. In a 14 team league? Yes. All right, you got to drop Wilkins and. One other guy. I drop Rashad Penny and Wilkins, Dave, for Michelle and Anunwa. You feel? How do you feel about that? Uh, you know, to me, Penny and Michelle are six and one half dozen of the other. At least with Penny, he's competing with playing for playing time with one guy, whereas Rashad, whereas Sony Michelle's got to go through a bunch of other guys. To all get right, I, I didn't catch all the names in that rap. Also, he missed an opportunity to give us a Creed reference. He could have said with arms wide open instead of with open arms. But um, you, I, I would like to get both Michelle. Like Michelle has to be on the fourteen team league. All right, we got four callers so far. We're doing well. Ronak in California. What's up? I hope I pronounced that right. You're on Ion Fantasy Football. Yeah, you got it. Hey, cool. good evening, Adam and uh, Dave. So um, my question was, so I'm in a big hole after Thursday Night Football. and we'll uh, I have Chris, Yeah, so <laughs> I have Chris Hogan in uh, one of my flex spots. And instead of him, I was wondering if I should just try to throw a home run ball 
with uh, Cortland Sutton, uh, Bruce Ellington, or Mike Wallace, or should I just stick with Hogan? Yeah, it sounds like you've got two singles and a double there. I'd stick <laughs> with Hogan. Yeah, I think stick with Hogan there. 855-212-4227. 855-212-4227. Tony is in Ohio. Tony, you're on Eye on Fantasy Football. Hey, thanks for taking my call. Um, I need two out of three. I have Aguilar, Zach Ertz, and George Kittle. I'm going with the tight ends, Ertz and Kittle. Ooh. I think those are your two best bets. All I like right. Aguilar a lot yeah. this week, but yeah. the other two, even in a PPR, both have great matchups. 855-212-4227. You got about 10 minutes to get your call in and get your question answered. PJ is in Arkansas. What's up, PJ? You're on Eye on Fantasy Football. Hey, guys. Uh, love, hearing, love hearing the news. Um, I got a real quick question. Should I go Rex Burkhead or TJ Yeldon? Doesn't look like Fournette's going to be playing. I'm yeah, Yeldon in that him. case. Yeah. Yeldon in that case. Now, if Fournette plays, Dave, and he can Burkhead, make this. You got to pivot to Burkhead. Okay. If Fournette plays, are you going to start Fournette? I think you almost have to. It's just one of those things where by default you you, you put him out there. But I, I have a very serious suspicion that he's not going to play. Yeah, it's probably not going to happen. Jay in New Jersey. Jay, you're on eye on fantasy football. Hey, what's good, guys? Um, I'm in a PPR league. I need a flex out of uh, Drake, uh, Deion Lewis, or Chris Thompson. Thanks for taking my call. Like all those guys, but I'm going to go with Drake at the top of the list. Number he has here the most upside. is 855-212-4227. 855-212-4227. Jack is in Boston. Jack, you're on Ion Fantasy Football. Hey, guys. Great show. Uh, start uh, two of these four PPR. Amari Cooper, Cooper Cup, Kenny Stills, Pierre Garçon, and real quickly, Rex Burkett or Duke Johnson. Thanks. I like I like uh, I like Cup from the original list of he receivers. He needs two. Who are the other ones? All right, on we the got list? Cooper Cup, Amari Cooper, mm-hmm. Kenny Stills, and Pierre Garcon. Give me Stills. Stills and Cup. Stills and Cup. And Rex Burkhead or Duke Johnson. Uh, I'll take Rex. Way to sneak in two Assuming questions there. Playing. Pretty yeah. dirty move there. Daniel in New York. Daniel, you're on Ion Fantasy Football. Hey guys, I have a question about flex for PPR. Okay. okay. Uh, should I start either Jamal Williams, Tyler nope, Lockett, Royce Freeman, or Pettis? <laughs> Freeman. <laughs> yeah, the other guy. Freeman is the answer. 855-212-4227. Charles in Knoxville. Charles, you're on Ion Fantasy Football. Uh, yeah, good evening, guys. Uh, so my question is, you know, I, I've got um, the Jags defense, and, you know, of course, they play Brady. You know, Brady is always a tough matchup to play against. Or should, should I stream the Bears defense against, you know, Seattle without, you know, they don't have Baldwin and hardly any weapons up there? What's the best option there? I think if you can afford to carry both, you can consider the Bears defense. But most people don't want to carry two defenses, and that's what you would be doing. So Jacksonville would be okay. 855-212-4227. Sean in New York. What's up, Sean? Hey, what's up, guys? Big fans of the show. Thanks so Thanks. much. Uh, I have a question uh, for a half PPR 14 team league. Uh, the Josh Gordon news tonight really left me in a tight spot. But uh, should I start Jamison Crowder, Trey Burton, or Carry On Johnson in my flex? And if it's I, not Carry On, should I start Philip Lindsay or Carry On for my RB two? <laughs> yeah, I'd go Lindsay. Just have a little fun with it and see what he does in his second week. He's going up against Oakland. It's a slightly better matchup for him. Carry on Johnson, no guarantee how much work he'll get. And Trey Burton is who I'd roll with in the flex. All right, there you go. Thank you, Sean. We got Brandon in Kansas. Brandon, you're an eye on fantasy football. 
Brando. Oh, yeah, I've got Lamar Miller at running back. Lamar Miller, uh, Montgomery, or Johnson in Cleveland? Uh, it's Miller all the way. Oh, man. You know, it is It is uh, Lamar Miller. We will see. I think it's like one of the last 13 running backs face Tennessee have rushed for more than like 73 yards or something like that. It, it was is Todd, something. Right. Todd Gurley was it's the not guy. Pretty. They have a really good run defense. But, yeah, that, that's Miller for sure. 855-212-4227. Got about five minutes to get your calls in now. John in Maine. John, you're on Ion Fantasy Football. Hey, guys. Of these four running backs, what two would you start? I got Spencer Ware, Alfred Morris, James Conner, and James White. Brady's my quarterback. You're going with James Conner. Conner should be in your lineup locked and loaded every week until Le'Veon Bell comes back, whenever that is. It might not be till week 12. Alfred Morris is the other one to go with. Love the matchup against Detroit. Lions playing in San Francisco on a – on a late game after playing on a Monday night, tough spot for that defense. Lions have one of the worst defenses, if not the worst, in the NFL. Uh, okay, one of the worst, one of the worst. Jeremy in Australia. Good day, Jeremy. Welcome to the show. Good day, good day. Hutchinson calls and cost me too much. Can you hear me, guys? <laughs> we hear you, Jeremy. Uh, so, on the face of it, I've got a relatively easy question. Someone's asking for my homes, and I'm going to get Breeder in return. I'm the Le'Veon owner, so I'm a bit light at running back. Problem is, I'm uh, Aaron Rodgers is my quarterback, so I'm stressed that if I make the trade, I'm going to have to last-minute drop Robbie Anderson, Randall Cobb, or uh, Chris Carson to uh, pick up Rivers or someone. Uh, would you take the risk and go for it? Yeah, if Rivers is out there on the waiver wire, then I think I'd do it. So, yes. Yeah, but who would you drop? Would you drop, drop, you drop Robbie drop. Anderson, Dave? No, I, I'd probably drop Cobb before Anderson. Really? Okay. Yeah. All right. Jeremy, thank okay. you very much for the phone thank call. You so much for Oh, sorry to cut you off. We saved the money anyway, right? Maybe. <laughs> Hopefully. Chuck in Louisiana. Chuck, you're on Ion Fantasy Football. Yes, sir. Uh, I can't believe I'm asking this. Patrick Mahomes or Aaron Rodgers, assuming that he's healthy, or a flex position running back for Lamar Miller or uh, TJ Yeldon. And thank you very much. You can't believe you're asking it, and I can't believe I'm telling you this, but go with Mahomes over Aaron Rodgers. Tough matchup on top of the injury for Rodgers. Uh, that's the direction you should go in. And uh, Miller or Yeldon, Dave? Let's go with if, if Leonard Fournette's out, uh, I think I still have to say Miller. See, that's a really close one. Yeah, It is. One. I think it's close. The Here are my concerns on T.J. Yeldon. Number one, he's not Leonard Fournette. Number two, they're going to use multiple running backs. It's not going to be just T.J. Yeldon getting all that work. And maybe in PPR you can make the case for Yeldon's a little bit better. But I, I think Lamar Miller is just a little safer. All right, we're only at 16, so I don't know that we're getting to 30, but we'll get close. Joe in Chicago, rapid fire, go. Hey, what's up, guys? Uh, I got three wide receivers in a .5 PPR league, either Allen Robinson, Adam Thielen, or uh, Woods, or Jones. Sorry, Marvin Jones. How many? He needs three. I, Pick three? I, I, I need two of those. I'm sorry. Two. Okay, I'm going to go with Thielen and Robinson. Thanks a lot, Joe. We got Corey in Chicago. Corey, you're on Ion Fantasy Football. Hey, guys. Love the show. Aaron Rodgers or Alex Smith? Uh, I've got Rodgers a spot ahead of Smith. All right. Thank you. Steve in Maryland, 855-212-4227. Steve in Maryland, go. Tevin Coleman or Jordan Howard, one-point PPR. Howard, love the matchup against Seattle. They're missing – not only are they missing, like, a great secondary – that they haven't, they used to have for years. But K.J. Wright, Bobby Wagner, both mm-hmm. out for Seattle up front. And D.J. Fluker on the offensive line and Doug Baldwin, they are a mess. 
Uh, caller number 20 in this segment, 855-212-4227. Thomas in Boise. Thomas, you're on Ion Fantasy Football. Yeah, I was just going to see what the heck you thought about Gronkowski and the Jaguars' defense. You think Jalen Ramsey will shut him up? or? No, I don't think so at all. I think I think Gronkowski's going to probably get a lot of double teams with a linebacker and a safety, and Ramsey's going to take one side of the field. Chris is in Chicago. Chris, you're on Ion Fantasy Football. If I own Kyle Rudolph, do I need to roster David Njoku and Doug Baldwin or Allen Robinson for rest of season? Thanks, guys. It's Robinson because he's healthier no, now. No, it's Baldwin. No, it's not. I, you I are not. Baldwin. We are not sure when Doug Baldwin's going to come back or if he'll be effective Three when weeks. he does. I'd keep both tight ends, and I'd start Njoku this week, actually. Paul in Ohio. Paul, go. Uh, standard scoring, Allen Robinson or Kenny Stills? Give me stills. Stills of the night. Stills of the night. Stills of the night. Eight five five two one two four two two seven. Patrick in Illinois. Patrick, go. I got a full point PPR Marvin Jones or Tevin Coleman in my flex. I'm going Coleman now that he's the main guy in Atlanta. All right. All right thank thanks. you very much, Patrick. We got Dustin in Pittsburgh. Dustin, go. So I stole Trey Burton for $5 off a waiver. Should I flex him or Rex Burkhead full point PPR? Go with him. I think he's going to get a bunch of catches. He didn't get nearly as many as we had hoped for in week one. Week two will be a different story. Last call of the night. I lost count. We're at like 26. I'm pretty impressed. Nate in Michigan. Nate, go. Hey, guys. Love the show. It's an awesome part of my every day. But I've awesome. got a question about my flex position. Um, I'm trying. I'm really tempted to plug in Ted Ginn in my flex position, but I've also got uh, I've got Amari Cooper, uh, Terry Cohen, and Kyle Rudolph. Uh, do you guys have any recommendations about that? You know, if you've got that feeling for Ginn, this is your lineup. You go with it. But I would start Amari Cooper from that group. I know last week was a total Dudsville game. I think the targets will be up for him, and I I feel like he's got the same type of upside as Ginn. And Ginn's downside could be really, really low. What happens when the Saints have a twenty-eight nothing lead on Cleveland tomorrow, Adam? They're oh, gonna, wow. they're, gonna, they're not going to throw anymore. It's going to be all. Well, out how are they going to get there? Ted Ginn's going to have three touchdowns, Dave, and that's going to do it for our show, Dave. Thank you very much. Well, what a prediction! A bold prediction to end no, the show, Adam. No, bold prediction. Patriots by fourteen. The MMA show's coming up next. Got to thank a lot of people. Got to thank Dave Richard, of course. I got Ryan Hickey and Mike Zimmerman doing an awesome job playing in sync behind the glass. I am Adam Azer. Thank you so much for calling and listening, everybody. Good luck in week two. We'll talk to you same time next week on CBS Sports Radio.